0: I'm here today with Colin Fine, who's Chief Executive of Pink Clear Rugby Building Society. Good morning, Colin.
1: Good morning. Good to be here.
0: Really nice to, to meet you. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, please could you tell us a little bit about yourself and then we can go on to talk about your project.
1: Yes, yeah, so I've, I've been in financial services uh, all my career. Uh, 29 years with uh, uh, one of the, the global banking groups. Did lots of different jobs in lots of different places and then had uh, the pleasure uh, 10 years ago uh, to take the role of chief executive at uh, one of the building societies in the northeast of England at Darlington. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed you know, bringing everything together at length or, over all those years. And then in 2018, found my way to the Midlands, uh, took over as chief executive at Hinckley and Rugby. Um, and also just after then. Was asked by the Building Society Association, which is a trade body to chair the Building Society sector task force on green finance. So really enjoyed that working with that in parallel and what is, you know, a really important and emerging area for, for us all.
0: Fantastic. Um, and, and for sure, Hinkley and Rugby is leading the way. In helping communities understand climate impacts and demonstrating the things that customers can do, so individuals can do to put in uh and put in place and to help lower their carbon emissions at home. So how did you get started on that project? Well,
1: really our, our, our purpose is not too far away from that because we um basically we are we're here in the Midlands in Leicestershire and Warwickshire. And we we try and share a lot of our knowledge, skills, and experience. We we take that responsibility, you know, very very highly. And uh, and therefore, as we started to consider first of all our own footprint, um, we thought, well, how do we share this with businesses locally, consumers locally? We started the uh, the Hinckley and Bosworth. Um, borough um, green finance group and therefore we are getting businesses together on a regular basis and simply sharing you know how do you uh, use your roof space for solar panels how do you uh, encourage your your employees to think about the green footprint um, of their business Um, and really that kick-started a number of different initiatives Where we, we saw ourselves, you know, leading the conversation for that local area. And um, it's been amazing the reaction we've had to that and very, uh, very humbling that people are asking us certain things that, you know, are, are now second nature to us, but they're, they're getting started themselves. So it's, it's making a difference to them and their business.
0: That sounds really interesting. Um, so, what sorts of things did you do as a business, and then what sorts of things did you take into the community?
1: Yeah, so a, cu- a couple of areas. We we decided that there were three particular areas that were important to us. One, our own footprint. Secondly, the footprint of our mortgage book, where our our customers and their properties. You know, we're, we're part of the emissions in the UK and therefore how could we, how could we help them? And, and thirdly, how do we bring that alive into the local community? And I've got to say to you that some of the, some of the simpler things that have made the bigger difference. So one of our, one of our members of staff thought, well, how do we demonstrate that a property has so many retrofitting opportunities? Let's let's retrofit a doll's house. So we had a little, we had a little bit of a laugh at that at first, and then she bought on eBay a massive doll's house and set about retrofitting every part of that. Now we uh, we we had to get a bigger car almost to be able to to be able to transport the doll's house around. But can you imagine the impact that has in schools? Can you imagine it has in local fairs? When you've got kids bringing their, their their parents to the stand, playing the games because we made some uh, some games as part of it, um, and talking to the parents about what they need to do back at their homes. So you know that a really simple matter, but such a big impact. And we found actually that young people are, are a big part of the secret here. Young people obviously have got a long life ahead of them and, you know, increasing temperatures that we're, we're hearing about all the time. So they're, they are really focused on what they can do. So working with kids on, uh, litter picks, on planting trees, on, uh, sessions that we hold in their schools or clubs, um, and really just starting at some of the basics. But, that's that's led us on to thinking about how do we help the homeowner or the landlord to think through what needs to be done in the property because I guess we find at the moment that is the biggest hurdle, people not knowing what to do, where to start. How do you navigate through that whole piece? So we we're spending a lot of time talking to people about whole home impacts. I don't know, I don't know about you, but you, you get, you get calls or you get emails or you get phone or you get whatever contact that says, we can insulate your loft. Oh. Well, yeah, that, well, that, that's very good. But if my windows, uh, leak all the heat, that's, uh, that's only a partial solution. Um, and yeah. yeah, let's, let's, um, let's do a, a, some, a new heating system, but you've got no insulation or you've got, you know, no uh no good window proofing so it's about the whole home and we're trying to educate uh, people that's that it is about that that's the starting point to understand and then um, hopefully we can help to hold their hand all the way through the journey
0: Perfect. it sounds really really um really interesting and really valuable work for your customers as one of the challenges might be how do people finance these changes um hmm. So can you help your customers You're thinking about, um, finance and how they might use mortgages, for example, to help them make some of these changes?
1: Yes. Well, we're actually at a test stage at the moment. And, uh, last week, um, I was with one of, one of my customers. We, I guess in the, in the building society world, because we are owned by our members, we tend to have a members panel. And if we're, if we're going to, you know, try something new, try something different, we tend to test it out with them. So one of our, one of our members last week, I was with him and we did, I brought a, I brought a business with me to do a whole home survey of his property. Every, every small part of his house was looked at every type of recommendation not only to bring his property from, I think it was an E-rating, EPC. Obviously, we wanted to get it to C or better. But how can we provide a roadmap that takes them to net zero? So that property being net zero. And uh, and therefore, the whole home survey will identify what will it take. And there will be costings provided. There will be uh, suppliers who can help with that. There will be a cost and our green mortgage will be available if that member wants to borrow and to pay for that uh, that work, or whether they've got their own cash resources to do it. And and actually I think in the in the whole finance sector, Heather, there there's not a shortage of money available for this. It's finding the right direction for it. It's finding the right process where finance Links in with expertise in housing energy efficiency retrofitting, and obviously we know we don't have that expertise, but how can we join it all together and that that at the moment is the secret that a number of different you know firms are are trying to get it joined together um, and once we do that, I think we'll see, start to see more traction in the retrofit space
0: oh. So, yeah, I mean, how can what advice would you give to other financial services, firms, other lenders uh, to help them move forward on this journey? Because there's a lot of concern about climate change or the pressure in the finance Mm. sector to step up. So what can what advice would you give?
1: I think there's I think there's two key parts in terms of your own footprint. Lead by example, lead by example, get a, a group of your staff um, regardless how big or how small you are. Get a group or groups of staff who are really passionate and knowledgeable about this subject and they will thoroughly enjoy and they will give so much to be able to lead on this topic. And if you can make it very visible. So I, I know when we first measured our footprint, we were, um, we were 151 e-tons. And step by step, we're bringing that down. You know, some of the simple low hanging fruit, but some of the more challenging elements, we're bringing it down step by step. And um, the staff love that because they're, they're seeing a difference to the environment that they're creating. So that would be my first piece of advice. The second piece would be educate first. Educate your customers first. And um, to gain their understanding, to gain their trust, uh, to gain their buy-in, that there is a, there is a, an end-to-end journey that needs to be taken, probably with most houses in the UK. And it might, it might not be a straight line. It might be start, stop, start, stop, but understand it at the outset. And then I think there's a journey that the, the lender and the consumer can take together.
0: Very helpful. Um, so you mentioned some of the challenges that are more challenging to uh, achieve as a business. What, what are the kinds of things that you're sort of tackling and um, working on?
1: Well, the, um, in terms of our own footprint, um, we, um, we're in our first year of our solar panels and it, it, I think it takes a little bit of time to almost uh, get used to how you use them in the most efficient way. It's it to some degree it's about solar panels, but actually it's all about energy efficiency, how you think about energy, how you work with it. So I think there's a mindset change there. And um, secondly, um, you've got that challenge at the moment where if you just go for a your your heating supplier your gas, your electricity supplier, um there is a a risk that you forget about the type of energy that you're actually looking for. And and to be honest, that happened to us. It was a part of our business who went into it, into the negotiations and we we then we then stepped back from that and said, actually, although there may be some good options there, we want the green option because that helps us with our carbon footprint and to see it lowering and lowering and so again that's probably mindset uh there's probably a mindset there that says you know wouldn't we all want to have the cheapest gas and electricity at the moment of course we would but there are other important factors to consider so Mm -hmm. just step back and consider the whole picture and i think i think lastly um it goes back to the point I, I made. We have got, say, 4,500 homes, which are uh, under mortgage from us at the moment. I know the EPC rating of every property in my mortgage book. I know what the graph looks like, and the the D rated properties is by far the highest. I, and yes, we've got E, F and G. So. Uh, so you almost say right let me act let me at those homes but it's got to be a partnership with a with a homeowner you cannot do that yourself you've you've got to be uh, with the the homeowner the landlord and make sure that they understand the, the value and the benefits and i think that is the hardest part because not everybody's of the same mind not everybody's of the same financial position not everybody's you know ready and therefore how much how much communication can you do how much understanding can you give never enough yeah
0: but do you think um i mean obviously the government's got uh, a role to play here do you talk to the government about the policies and what support would you like to see from that
1: yeah, angle? yeah we do and and I, I'm, I'm still chairing the building society green finance task force and we had lunch uh a fortnight ago at the House of Lords with some Lords and uh one one m p who was very interested in this topic and to a man and a woman they were saying "You need to shout louder you need to you need to be vocal the government needs support with us um so yeah that's that's what we're doing. We're talking to a it's probably a a subset of the government about how can they incentivize um how can they incentivize the homeowner and also the lender to really get ahead with us. Um, I, I don't expect I, I don't expect subsidies, I don't expect that to really come into play. Um, but I think there are there are some there are some helps, helping parts that um the government can play. We just I guess we, we just need to get a little bit into a stable platform and then to work together on some of the ideas that I know are around at the moment. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And difficult at the moment with interest rates, et cetera. So, uh, the yeah. finance question is a difficult one it,
1: right now. It is. And it, I mean, it's, it's easy, uh, it's easy for me to say to people, come on, it's a great time uh, to do this with your property and your Energy costs will reduce. Your home will be more energy efficient. Look at the reduction you can make in your gas, your electricity. But there's an upfront, an upfront spend. And so I do appreciate that people have got to be ready for this. And I think in reality, the vast majority of the population are not at that place yet.
0: So what kind of um, reactions have you had from consumers that you are working with? And has the community responded?
1: The um, the I, I think there's probably three groups. Either yeah, there is the group of the I'm very passionate and interested in this topic, and they are they tend to be at the forefront. They tend to be the first to come and say hello, the first to come and ask, and yeah, you we probably all expect it that way. There is a, a group who are probably in a more affluent uh, wealth bracket who realise that there are potential opportunities, but also potential threats to the value of their property in the future, and therefore they are thinking of their property as an asset and how do they protect and or add value to their their asset. They tend to come forward say hello and are interested in talking. And then unfortunately there's the majority who're not who are not yet ready. Who are um you know and particularly the parents who come with their children who are saying, yeah, I get it. I can really see the benefit. We'd love to do this. It's just not the right time. You know, we're worried about other things at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's not reaching the top of our mind. People um Reading a variety of topics and thinking, well, today heat pumps. What's what's it going to be tomorrow? You know, we had the we had the Betamax video recorder once upon a time. You know, it's it's that type of conversation because we're all we're all human beings, and if if there's a reason to delay something because of some doubt, that is a prospect that we may delay it. So those different, those different groups need to be, we need to talk to them in different ways. Um, and as you say, government has a big part to play in this.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully the work you're doing um, is moving that conversation on around your uh, communities and, and customers, and it's a really exciting project. It's a really nice approach to be able to demonstrate and share with others, so thank you very much.